Hasan Arslan. I'm an assistant professor at Pace University in Criminal Justice Department. Uh, I graduated from law school in Turkey, actually, in Istanbul. And uh, I had no intention to come to the United States. I, I had a friend of mine back then said that, you know, he wanted to go to the United States just to improve his English. I, I, you know, I came from high school, which I had gone through seven years of English, you know, in education, er, math and science, everything I learned in English. So I said, all right, you know, it really helps me. It, it helps my resume. I need to go to U.S., so I ended up in Texas, Houston, Texas, and this was in 2000, February 2000, and I stayed four months. Of course, uh, I met many Turkish people in Houston area. They said that, you know, they need a lawyer, a Turkish lawyer who could help them with their immigration cases and everything. Since I came from a you know, legal background, I, you know, I noticed that, yeah, that might be a good chance. So I applied for law schools, and without knowing that, actually, there is a College of Criminal Justice at Samistan State University. And basically, I, I thought that this is a part of law school, like criminal law. And I applied. They accepted me into their PhD program, which gave me a great chance now to pursue a PhD. And that's how I ended up in the criminal justice program or criminal justice field. I was in the doctoral program in 2001, uh, fall 2001. You know, this was my first semester when 9-11 happened. And I was the only Turkish student at the criminal justice, you know, College of Criminal Justice at Samuelson State. And I was also looking for uh, some kind of job to work with a faculty member or a research assistant position. So the dean of the college back then, Richard Ward, he was working on a book, uh, extremist, you know, terrorist books. And there's a section in the book. It was uh, related to groups in Europe. So when they heard me that they, I was looking for a job and they asked me and they approached me saying that would you be interested in writing a chapter for the entire terrorism in Europe since you're coming from Turkey and Turkey had a lot of terrorism issues regarding to Devsol, left-wing groups or PKK, the Kurdish, you know, et, et, ethnic-based terrorist organization. So that's how I ended up. 9-11, you know, I was looking for a job and some people were looking for an expert and suddenly I was their candidate. Starting by 2002, uh, you know, I, I started to work this institution called ISVG, Institute Start for Violent Groups, which was established after, you know, 9-11, federal government, you know, started to give a lot of grants. We established this, you know, database. It's a relational database. Now today it's one of the largest uh, uh, terrorism database in the world. So I worked there for nine years as the uh, assistant director in charge of data collection from the open sources. And I was uh, the guy also who was training the you know, new employees. And uh, my dean back then you know, got a new position at University of New Haven. So uh, he started in 2009. And the next year, he basically offered me a guest uh, visiting scholar position at University of New Haven. That's how I ended up in Northeast. What's in the database? How is it used? This was a uh, you know, relational database which gathered all pieces of information about a terrorist incident, not the actual bombing, kidnapping, or you know, armed assault, but uh, you know, following arrest. We call it the government operations. You know, the police does arrests, searches, seizures, investigations, interrogations, whatever it is. It's whatever it's available also to the public. And we gather that information. And then, of course, the court you know, decisions, whether there's a trial process. So we put everything into one case. So each individual, you know, the main perpetrator now is linked to several other people. Either, you know, some of those individuals provide logistics, some of them, you know, just provide accommodation, whatever it is. But we would like to see the full picture. You know, at the center of that incident is the person who did the bombing or the terrorist attack, like 9-11, Mohammed Atta, was the leader of the all 19 hijackers. But we know that Mohammed Atta was also linked to the people in Hamburg, Germany, linked 
to the people in Pakistan and Afghanistan, you know, so that we could see the entire picture. So basically, uh, now I started to develop my own database, which is called SHOT, Statistics Help Officer, you know, Training or Tactics. Okay, and so tell me more about that database. Our aim is not uh, to justify or not justify the shootings or the officers in that situations, but to help the police departments uh, during their training of their officers. Or uh, we want them to analyze the data, uh, how an officer is making a decision. Also, we want the public know uh, what are the triggering you know, factors from a subject, you know, civilian perspective. And there is no national database, unfortunately. And uh, police departments are not willing to share that information. So that's how I got the idea that I should develop uh, a national, you know, database. What do you do when you're not working and thinking about really serious topics like terrorism and and police-involved shootings? What do you do to take your mind off of what can be really heavy topics? Uh, you know, I like to watch sports. Uh, you know, I played uh, football as a goalkeeper in high school. And, I, you know, I enjoy watching you know, f- football leagues in Europe, in Turkey, you know. And then uh, I play video games sometimes. You know, I, I have an Xbox 360. And then uh, we, 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 we go out shopping. I'm married, you know. Uh, I have a beautiful wife. And so we dis- sometimes go out shopping together. Before we started recording here, we were actually talking about couponing, which I haven't done much recently, but you sound like you have an appreciation for it. It's actually, my wife is worse than me. I mean, I'm just, uh, I kind of follow her, you know. Uh, so there are a couple of things. The coupons are available. It's out there. So why don't we waste them? You know, if it's out there and it gives you some something, some certain discount, and you want something to have. And in this current time, you know, life is expensive. It kind of, you know, saves you a lot of money. That's one thing. Number two is uh, the, uh, the uh, I think, uh, satisfaction that you get it from. Like, if you uh, get a good price with a coupon use, and it really, the price now goes to nothing, it gives you a sense of, like, as a, a heroism, you know. It gives you a great pleasure that you achieved something. Uh, I think those are the reasons that, uh, you know, I, I seek out, you know, coupons. Do you have a particular memory of one like shopping trip that you had where you saved a ridiculous amount of money? So uh, one time I think she spent almost $60, $70 at CVS, but we ended up paying only like $6, $7, less than 10 So that was a great achievement. I really sent, was proud of her. $60, $70 and spend 10% of that? Like all of a sudden you can go out to a nice dinner. Great. Well, thank you so much. Really appreciate it.